Welcome back to the program. What's happening in your household? How are you dealing with your kids and screen time? I'm looking for what's working for you, because I tell you what's working for me, and that is nothing. There are no more limits. 416-870-6400, according to a recent survey, children's screen time during the pandemic is surging by as much as 50 to 60% more, which means children 12 and younger are spending upwards of five hours or more on screens per day. And you think to yourself, well, that's horrifying. And then I look at that number and think, five hours? That'd probably be a win in my house. My kids are a little bit older, and I'm not at a point where I can just take stuff away, or at least I don't feel like I can, and I don't know. And I, I don't know if that's good or not, because I read, you know, the different, you know, different advice says different things. You know, it's all about context, and it's all about content. And think about all those things before you start pulling away the device, especially for a teenager. I have a teenager, and her whole social life, her whole world because of the pandemic is in her phone. Now, I got to take that away? And make her play Monopoly with me? That's the kind of thing that's going to create some resentment that she's going to carry for the rest of her life. And I'm not real anxious to do that. The whole thing makes me anxious. 416-870-6400. Going to get to your calls in a moment. How are you dealing with screen times and the kids? Have you put limits in place? What's working for you? What's not? I'd love to hear your story. But before we get to the lines... I'm joined now by Dr. Mark Tremblay, who is the Director of Healthy Active Living and Obesity Research at the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario. Welcome, doctor. Great to be here. Okay. Um, can you make me feel a little better? I, I, have no, I have no screen time limits at all in my house, and I don't know how possibly to impose them at this point. Well, I think the the conventional wisdom is that with your kids, at least at the age that uh, that yours are, you need to work with them, uh, not talk at them, uh, to to try and uh, collaboratively develop a strategy that's going to be healthy for them and for you. Um, and and so you know, it's it's that self regulation ultimately that we're trying to get to. That you know, uh, have a conversation with your kids, talk about what has gone on uh, since the restrictions related to COVID. Uh, and in, in most cases, in most Canadian families, even the situation before that, uh, our national surveys say that the vast majority of Canadian kids exceed the recommended guidelines, you know, pre-COVID. And talk about what might be able to be done that would be reasonable uh, to try and mitigate those problems. Um, and in so doing, what you want to try and do is promote the healthy behaviors that are sometimes being substituted by the screen time, which includes physical activity and sleep. Yeah, well, I, I mean, sleep, let's start with sleep before we get to physical activity, because, you know, as the pandemic set in, the whole concept of bedtime, that kind of went out the window. And, and now my kids are, you know, nocturnal. <laughs> and, you know, they're up way past when I go to, I was like, I got to go to bed, I got a job, I got to get up in the morning. And I'm, I'm finding it very difficult. I mean, it's difficult in the summer at the best of times, but e- even now, I mean, especially since they had such a long runway of no bedtimes at all through, you know, pretty much mid-March. How do I, how do I begin to reimpose some order when there has been no order? It's been Lord of the Flies at my house. 
Well, certainly that that creates a greater challenge than it would have been otherwise. But uh, again, I think, you know, you have a discussion with them. Um, The evidence is quite clear when it comes to sleep that late bedtimes are not as good as early bedtimes, even if the total duration of sleep is the same. So the old adage, you know, early to bed, early to rise makes a person healthy, wealthy and wise. There's some evidence for that. So people that go to bed late and sleep in late and have the same amount of sleep as someone that goes to bed early um, generally have less favorable health uh, profiles. Um, And a shorter sleep duration is is also associated with adverse health. Now, the good news is, perhaps from a movement perspective, the only good news that's come out of the, um, the COVID restrictions is that people are reporting that their kids are sleeping longer, if anything. They're going to bed much later, just like you said, um, but they're sleeping in even later. So that some kids that were um, on the edge of short sleepers, which is not what we want, um, are sleeping longer. Uh, and that's a good thing, uh, provided the sleep is of good quality. And this is where we can circle back to the screen time because screen time right before bed hyperactivates the brain um, and makes getting to sleep and the quality of sleep difficult, uh, as does having the screens in the bedroom when they go buzzing and ringing and the various things that they do that um, children often pay, um, pay attention to and wake up and then respond to a, a text or whatever the case may be. Let's deal with my teenager for one moment because I am not, when I try and have this conversation, and I have tried, and, and here's what I get back, and, and, and I'm, I'm not immune to this argument, which is, you know, I, I don't have any other social network anymore. It all exists right here on this device. And if you limit that, that means that you're limiting my social interaction. And, you know, I... I just don't know how to respond to that. That seems that that's not my experience growing up, but we're living in a different world. Well, we are, but the restrictions have largely been lifted. So that's a bit of a cop-out right now. There's no reason why they can't go um, and uh, interact with their friends in three dimensions rather than two, uh, in the outside world rather than the inside world. Um, so, so that can happen. Um, and, uh, you know, they practice all of the responsible social distancing and whatever the case may be if the person's not in their bubble. But... Um, but that that can be done, and it should be done. Uh, and this is part of the problem of, of the, I don't want to say trap we fell into, but the behavior pattern we fell into by, um, by letting sort of sleep drift later and, and screen time drift up, and for many uh, people, physical activity decline, outdoor time decline, all of the things from a health perspective that are heading in the wrong direction. And, and once they have and a new normal has been established, the rehabilitation is, is difficult. Even to get back to the point where we were, which was not anywhere near where we wanted to be. Um, and and so, so, again, I think you have to have a conversation with them and, and try and spell this out. You know, it's, it's interesting that for other perhaps analogous uh, situations, we we don't seem to struggle as much. For example, um, most kids like junk food, um, and yet we wouldn't allow, typically, you know, the junk food to just increase in consumption, increase in consumption, you know, with no end. Um, And we've sort of done that with screen time. 
the amount of hours, um, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours of recreational screen time per day for kids, it's almost saturating all of their discretionary time. That's like having candy three meals a day every day of the week. Um, and, and so we just, I think we need to have that sort of mature conversation with them and say, so how can we, how can we pull this back into something that's going to, uh, to be consistent with their health, um, but also not threaten their social relationships and, and the things that they like to do? It's going to be a difficult conversation, but I appreciate your advice for me and for all of our listeners. Thank you, Dr. Mark Trombley, who is the Director of Healthy Active Living and Obesity Research at the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario. Thanks again. My pleasure. Well, I'm depressed. I don't know about you.